Hello, Hello everyone. everyone! Welcome to Plan Spontaneity. It's Sade and Isabella. And every week we'll be inviting you to join us as we discuss the adventures of life. So get cozy. Hello, Plan Spontaneity family. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. How are you guys doing today? Guys, can you actually believe it's the end of April? I feel like this month just passed by so quickly. If you're listening to this and it's not April, let us know. It's the month where you're in. <laughs> Passing by really quickly because April 2021 definitely is feeling like that. Um, but yeah, how are you guys doing? I know there are lots of changes with the restrictions and everything going on and lots of changes happening around. Um, but yes, one thing that's not changing is our excitement for this episode today. Because you're going to get to know a little bit more about us and what, what are we sharing actually today, Shadi? We talk about our definition of success we talk about what some of our habits are and whether habits and routine are they the same are they different yeah 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 yes we talk all yeah. things and one other thing that we do talk about that i think it might be helpful for this season as well is what do we do to relax when we are stressed what is our go-to stress buster and we're sharing a little bit more about that as well so yes stay here and get to know us a little bit more. <laughs> so one of the ways to get to know someone is knowing what, what do they do as a hobby or just habits that they have, just things that they enjoy doing on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, whatever, um, how often that person decides to do something. So I thought we'd just share my habits or some of my habits it's really hard for me to think of all of the habits and you know say it here but some of the ones that are really important or the ones that i do very often or yeah just things that are special for me to do so i think for me a habit that i do is i this is a, <laughs> this is a funny one uh, i i actually can't wake up just with one alarm so i need to put lots of alarms so like in five in five minutes sorry they must be so annoying for some people i know because for george it's really annoying he's like why can't you get up in the first alarm <laughs> yeah i don't understand that i'm not a snoozer the alarm goes off i turn it off yeah ready to go i just can't because for me it's like i need to have that feeling that I had some time before I actually get up to be in bed and having it in five in five minutes helps me with that. Cause then I think five more minutes, five more minutes. Okay. And then it's, it, I, I, in full, in like, in all honest with you guys, I don't think if I could choose, I would have chosen that one because it actually makes you more like anxious and stressed about, you know, am, am I going to be late? Is this like, do they take five minutes to sleep a bit more, but now it's actually an hour later or half an hour later, you know, that's normally what happens to me. Uh, but yes, but that's a habit, I guess that I have, I need to like, before going to bed, I put, I don't know, four alarms. So if I have to wake up at, let's say seven o'clock, then I put one at 6.45, 6.50, 6, 
55, 7 o'clock. And then 7 o'clock, I'm like, all right, Isabella, you've had your time. Now get up, girl. you got to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's me. Um, so this is something that I do most times before going to bed. I mean, in the weekends when I don't have to wake up at any time, um, then then I don't do it. Some other days I'll wake up before the alarm because I think my body's so used to waking up, you know, early because of the four alarms I put every day that on the weekend I'll wake up like seven o'clock and I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Um, actually, I don't, yeah. Why did I say seven o'clock? It's more like nine actually. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> yes, I need alarm to, <laughs> alarms to wake up at nine o'clock. <laughs> So that's one habit that I have, and I thought I would mention it because I know lots of people find it annoying, and also lots of people will identify with me in that. Because uh, hopefully I'm not the only one. Please, someone, no. not the only one. Yeah. Um, so that's what I do, and then when I wake up, I actually don't like having breakfast, so I I want yeah I force myself to have breakfast, but it's not it's not a habit. But what I do, I listen to kind of like a devotional, something that I just spend some time in silence, in meditation, praying, or listening to something from the Bible or a reflection from someone from from um, a text in the Bible. So I do that for like 10, 15 minutes. So I wake up and as I'm brushing my teeth, cleaning my face, getting dressed, I'm listening to that, and then at the end of it, I just stop and then do my own prayers and i think all, of all of my habits that's probably this what i said the alarm one and doing my devotion in the morning are probably the things that are consistent so every every day i would do that uh, or nearly every day now the other habits are not they yeah it depends on my mood what i'm feeling things that i want to do so there are more things that i do monthly rather than on a daily basis or weekly basis um and as you would probably guess from me i love chatting to people sending messages so i normally do that during my breaks uh does that count as a habit i'm not sure but that's something that i do and then every day for me is like a different activity um and yeah i think i think that's it for me what about you shadi what are your habits do you have any yeah, my habits are breathing, sleeping and eating. I'm joking. <laughs> sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> Love it. Um, <laughs> I, I think my habit tends to be more, I think I do have some in the morning, but I think during the evening, during the evening is when I go into this, because I'm, I'm such a morning person, so the evening is where my, I suddenly get low energy. So around eight o'clock, Guys, please don't laugh at me because I will sound like a granny. Around eight o'clock is normally the time when I like to brush my teeth, remove makeup or just wash my face and then get into my pyjamas. Now I switch off the lights and then around nine is when I listen to this podcast that is just brilliant. It's so funny, but you don't, you don't actually need to pay any attention to it. So it's a perfect thing to send you to sleep. So then around before, before 11, I'm already, I'm asleep. I'm gone. I'm I'm in dreamland. So I think for me, those are my habits. So dream, especially during the nighttime, brushing teeth, washing face, getting into pajamas, listen to the podcast. I feel like around the yeah, those are sort of all, almost the things that haven't changed. And I think that's happened since the past in the past year since the whole lockdown when we didn't have a choice but to be just 
stuck indoors. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what life will be like during my evening times where there's probably things that will happen during the evening where I will be out around eight o'clock and nine o'clock where I can't just in the middle of a restaurant start brushing my teeth and remove washing my face. I could, that's true. That is true. Um, during the morning, I guess a habit that is, I don't know if I can call it a habit because it's quite flexible, but I would say in the past month or two, I've been waking up around six o'clock. Um, then I would do either my devotion or I do my I do my workouts first thing in the morning and then I get ready for the day so I, I would say habits in the in between from the morning and the evening is I don't really I don't, I'm not sure I have any but I think the morning but especially nighttime is where I have almost like concrete habits that are not really they're not really flexible during <laughs> the, the evening ones definitely not flexible unless I'm out socializing in which case it is flexible. I feel like I'm contradicting myself. <laughs> you're not. It makes complete sense. <laughs> what you're saying is that you have a morning morning routine and yes. a night routine, which I think is very helpful. Very, very helpful. I think what happens in the days, and I, and I wonder if that's for um, lots of people, actually, it's just very different. Every day is different. Even if you're doing the same, let's say, job or the same... Um, sort of activities every day plays out differently so even if if well for me even if i do have a, a habit it doesn't mean they will have it will happen as often as i want because every day mm. kind of like unique and that's a good thing sometimes a bad thing as well uh but it just means that it's hard to do something but i think something different but in the morning you can always wake up early to do something, isn't it? And in the evening, you can yeah. always go to bed a bit earlier. It's just that during the days when I tend to think that life happens um, a lot and it's like in the morning you're preparing for it to start and then in the evening you're just like settling down. Um, so, yeah, I think awesome. it's so good that you do exercise. <laughs> <laughs> and I was about to say, I wonder if... What is the difference between routine and habits? Because I wonder if a habit is, oh, someone who picks their nose all the time or someone who, I don't know, like just random things. They have this habit where they just almost can't help it. But at the same time, yeah. I'm just, hmm. as you were speaking, I was just wondering, I was just questioning myself, asking myself, habit or routine? Have we just shared our routine? Or maybe, or maybe a routine can be a habit. Yeah, I think it's. I think yeah, I think the the yeah. one that you said makes sense. Uh, routine can become a habit. Um, yeah. Okay. Great. I think yeah. yeah. As you're talking about habits, and you know, picking your nose and stuff. I'm not picking my nose. Just thought let you know that. <laughs> but I I'm constantly playing with my hair. Yes. Yes. Uh, so mm -hmm. I guess that's something for me, um, and this is gonna sound weird, but it is the truth. So I can't help. I like smelling my nose. Like I don't. Not many people can do that. I don't think. Um, you can smell your nose. Like you lift your your upper lip, and then you 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 smell. Well, I'm smelling my upper lip actually. So yeah, that's face the shadow just food that you guys can see. But you're probably trying to do it now. So trying to smell your upper lip. 
So you just put it like some people can do it, like just move, move the lips, um, move the lip and then touch the nose. Some other people need to do it with their hands. I can do it just like <laughs> naturally. <laughs> that sounds so strange. Doing it. <laughs> yes, like that. So you just do a funny face, um, and then you and then you smell your upper lip. Don't ask me why, how anything about it because i actually don't know why i do it i just know i do it because other people have said you look funny with that face <laughs> oh, uh, well because it is funny um it is very funny i think some some parents say to their kids or well a few people that i know say to their kids like do the little animal little animal face and then they do their face um but yeah i don't know this i guess this is a habit but it's not a routine, isn't it? But yeah. the stuff that we said there are part of our routines are also habits. Um, yeah. So yeah, is there anything that you do, Shade? Any strange thing that you do? <laughs> like play no. hair, Shade. Let me want to think less of me. So no, actually. All my habits, well, my habits, I, I guess, uh, I can't help but love people. Just, you know, I just can't help but be a great friend to people. Just, yeah. Oh, it's just, uh -huh. just my habits. Yeah, I just can't help it. So that's my, that's my answer, Isabella. Next question. go-to stress buster my go-to stress buster I love saying that I have to say it really slowly because it feels like it could potentially be very difficult to say um so my go-to stress buster is or are actually I have a few things so watching Grey's Anatomy as Isabella knows love Grey's Anatomy makes me just feel very peaceful yes um but I would say Above that is speaking to friends, hanging out with friends, you know, socializing, doing anything where there's just like laughter and almost like community. For me, that's amazing. Love self-care. So like face masks and I actually, I feel like during the lockdown, so before the lockdown, I would have said that I would, ha I have a bath like once a year, if that. Sometimes maybe twice a year because I don't have the patience for like lying down in the bath I prefer showers um but I would say since the lockdown I have been having so many baths compared to last year and I would say I've actually been finding it really relaxing and even though I don't stay in for too long it's actually quite nice to have a moment where you're just lying there and do nothing I do have to remind myself about that because sometimes I just get my phone and I'll go on social media or I'll leave people messages and I have to remind myself, yeah, it's really hard because so you suddenly think, oh, I haven't replied to that person. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think challenging myself to be able to just relax and think about, just let my thoughts, because I think sometimes I'm in the habit of, oh, maybe that's that, there you go, this is my habit. I'm in the habit of always being busy. And wh when I say busy, it doesn't necessarily mean running around, but I'm always doing something. So whether it is, and whether it's escaping by going, like watching programs or whether I'm 
going for walks but when I go for walks I'm listening to podcasts so I don't actually I've realized I've realized for quite for quite some time I don't really give my mind a chance or space to just roam free and because when it roams free I think sometimes that's when you discover that oh my goodness there's all these unresolved issues or I'm actually really grateful for this and oh, I didn't realize how grateful about this person or this thing in my life that I have and yeah it just gives your mind a chance but I'm always filling it with things mm. so I think mm. baths are quite great for that yeah very true same same with me yeah I think for me similar to you Shadi if there are people around me um, and I'm stressed I'm probably just gonna go and tell them I'm stressed and then I'll tell them what's making me stressed so that's my way of um, processing emotions and just stress in general when I can talk to someone and then I talk to them and then I feel oh thank you you know the person I appreciate what people say but I think it's really helpful um just having that space safe space to go to someone and be honest because probably with everyone else I cannot tell them them it's not that I can't tell them that I'm stressed but it's not that there's no space it's not a safe space to tell them that I'm stressed but with with Shade, with George, with other friends, I would just go and text them or call them and say, I'm stressed, can we talk now? Um, so that's what helps me. But not not all the time people are available just there to listen to me or you know, in the, or sometimes in some situations I'm so stressed that I don't have the energy to even go and call mm-hmm. someone or, or or talk about it. I just I just wanna be there in that moment. <laughs> um so what really, really helps me is just listening to songs and then songs normally that bring me memories that make me feel um good about life or just just nice songs you know and sometimes just a beat upbeat songs yeah yeah. go and dance a little bit and shake around yeah then i think it was last week actually i was i was feeling quite stressed with with the work that i was doing and then i just had my lunch break and then relaxed and then when i'm you know when, when we are stressed even if you have a break sometimes you spend the break being more stressed because then you're thinking oh i have to do this when i go back but then i was like okay i was fighting with that and then um as soon as i started back work i was like no i'm not doing this i'm gonna make a cup of tea because that's something that i find also relaxing because you know when you drink something you have to stop Mm -hmm. you stop you drink or if you eat something you eat and then you even if it's like i don't know two seconds but you stop and i find that really helpful for me so i've made a cup Mm -hmm. of tea put a song and then i was like I'm going to dance and then this was like I'm stressed but I'm going to do this anyway so I even talked to myself actually I talked to myself (laughs) that's your habit yeah that's my habit that's it we're just finding out here in this episode (laughs) you guys are helping us thank you um so yeah so that's that's what I do um I do like um praying as well and just being in silence I think as as you said Shadi um I struggle to find places in my life, just in my day-to-day life, where I can just be in silence. Um, and that's not because there, well, I don't think there are lots of places for anyone to be in silence and just be in that moment. Uh, but even if there are spaces in my life to do that, it's not normally what I go for. Mm. I just think, no, I just want to do more things. Like I said, I want to call someone, make a cup of tea, I want to put some music, which are all helpful things. But some other times I just find it really helpful just stopping, praying, 
um, talking to God because that's really important to me. My faith is really important to me. So I do that. And then I feel just a lot better. So I would say these are the things I normally do when I'm stressed. Um, occasionally have a little cry, uh, let it go of everything. And then, and then laugh and think, why am I crying? And then being, okay, yeah, fine. And then that thing is just over. Um, but yeah, I think these are normally the things I do. I saw something on social media and it said, whenever someone feels, you know, whenever you're having that emotional day and you know you need to cry. If you're someone like me that doesn't cry that often, um, a good thing to do, and this is the advice I saw on social media, is listen to like a really, a sad song that you know will make you cry or a sad clip or... I don't know, puppies or whatever it might be. And then that way you can spend like 10 minutes just crying and apparently afterwards you feel amazing. So I think I'm going to do that next time because That's often tough. I'm like, yeah. It's so tough because yeah. it's like um, emotional build up. Um, and sometimes we are trying to just like get it out of our body in ways that are not helpful. Well, for me, well, I actually don't know about other people. I know that for me, when I cry, I try not to cry because I don't, I don't like crying. You know, it's, it's as stupid as that sounds, but I don't like crying. Um, but yeah, I say stupid, sorry. I say stupid, not, not in the sense that, you know, crying is ridiculous or anything like this, but that's the idea that we get from, from media, from society. That's the idea I got growing up from my parents. Um, don't cry unless you have a very good reason to. Uh, if yeah. you're crying of joy, that's fine. But if you're crying of sadness, why are you crying? Just go get yeah. up and do whatever needs to be done for that not to repeat or whatever. So having knowing that I can tell myself, okay, it's okay to cry, Isabella. And then have a little cry and then think, okay, yeah, that was good. And it's, it, I, I can totally um, relate and agree with what you said, Chad, about the post you saw about crying and feeling a lot better afterwards because that's how I feel. I cry and then um and then I feel and then I feel better and then it's like it's like my head on my on my on my mind there is like a f very foggy with my emotions and what I'm feeling and the stress but then when I cry it clears away and then I'm able to see things clearer and then I say okay yes I was upset about that that's why I cried but it's okay well you know and then it's, it helps so it's I, I know not everyone feels that way but for me it's it's helpful having a little cry sometimes I'm gonna do that next time yeah can I just say one last thing that I find really that helps is cooking so and sometimes I actually can tell when I'm in a not so nice place I suddenly have no interest in cooking because it's almost like that that uh, capacity to not because I love myself, but that's going to sound so, that's going to sound almost like heartbreaking. But you know, when you're almost like almost too stressed and you're in a position where taking care of yourself feels like a chore, I suddenly go into that. That's when I suddenly realized that I haven't cooked a meal. I haven't done this because I love, I love my favorite thing. Actually, this is a habit, is going on Pinterest and looking at recipes and saving them and like one day and then going, when when I have a day where I'm suddenly I want to have try a meal I haven't tried before I'll go on Pinterest look at the ingredients go to the shops and make it and it's just something so just peaceful 
and relaxing and beautiful about that. And then that's when I listen to music or or listen to a podcast or I'll watch someone's stories, but it doesn't, that's not really that. I'm, I don't have their full attention when I'm doing that because then I'm trying to chop onions and at the same time looking at someone's story and then they might move on to an ad and I'm like, oh no, skip. But you can't because you've got onion juice on your hands. But anyway, cooking, <laughs> cooking with me is beautiful. Yeah, that's so nice. That's really nice, Shadi. That's something that I would never, never say uh, because I find cooking stressful. So I would need to do all the things I said to like, um feel better after yeah. cooked <laughs> because cooking is stressful although eating is not so you're welcome with your cooking skills because if i'm stressed it's all right i can eat <laughs> and then that's really helpful not yeah. in an uncontrolled way but in a way that you just eat like i said when you eat you have to stop you stop and then you yes. create the moment because if you don't you burn your mouth like it happens to me lots of times or you bite your tongue <laughs> Because oh, that's really painful. So, so, so painful. Oh, oh. But that's why it's good to stop and eat. So I'm saying this, guys, it's not for you, this is for myself. I'm saying this <laughs> to myself. That's why you have to stop and eat and chew carefully. But yes, love it. Oh, cooking. Oh, I need, yeah. I need, we, we, yeah. I'm just thinking, Shadi, I need you to cook some, all of your recipes from Pinterest. And then I'll try each one of them. It'll be great. You'll be relaxed. I'll be relaxed. That's yeah. a dream moment thing. But ever. for me, that that sounds so amazing. For me to be able to like cook. When I go to your place and you come over, I cook you food. We can do different types of meals. Let's and you could be my guinea pig. Ooh, so I, I can that. cook different types of meals and then you can try it. Oh, okay, great. Done. <laughs> Is it you? <laughs> So my definition of a successful life is I want to be able to get to a place where I am able to take on life's challenges. So look back on the past and any unresolved issues, anything that has held me back and that continues to hold me back, that I've got to the place where I'm open to tackle those moments so that moving forward they no longer hold me back so I think that's one one of one definition of a successful life um two is learning how or continue to learn how to love myself deeply love other people deeply um because then I think because then it means that the community around me is one that's surrounded by love and yeah, I think love and I guess from love, so many other things come out of it. Um, oh, a successful life. Successful life. Sorry, guys. Um, this is the noise I make when I'm trying to think. <laughs> uh, and I, I would say, I would say joy. Because I think for a long time, I used to... I used to, I think one of my biggest fears was that, you know, one day I won't be happy anymore. And oh my goodness, and this is, I feel like this is such a type seven thing to do. 
where our biggest thing is that, you know, we'll no longer be happy, no longer be in a world where we, we've got all these options and freedom and adventure and everything's fun, 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 capital letter, fun. Um, so that, that, I think that used to be my biggest fear, but now I think I'm actually learning to hold joy and let go of happiness because happiness is so, like it's this temporary, like temporary sort of thing that's very fleeting and it all depends on our circumstances. Whereas joy, joy is a gift where you can be, you can be going through a hardship, but in that middle of that hardship, you know, there's almost peace that, you know, you, maybe you have love or you have, you have the ability to overcome and that almost strength helps you to get past or not even get past but helps you to deal and sit with whatever hardship you're going through and I think that's what joy is and joy I believe because it is a gift is almost this thing where it doesn't really it, I mean it might leave you but not in the same way as as happiness whereas happiness I think is all dependent on your circumstances so if I can get to also, last, sorry, lastly, my definition of happiness, I'm sorry, no, my definition of success is being able to create a life where I took risks, but I took those risks because I, I felt as if that was where I was being pulled towards. If I can do all those things, then for me, even if it means that I get to 90 and my the inheritance I leave people that I love is only like 10 pounds I won't care because I would have lived a rich life rich in experience rich in what I've overcome rather than it being I want to be I don't know the first woman to be a trillionaire I don't want that <laughs> that's also that's way too much money it's a lot of money yeah I wouldn't even know what to do with all that money <laughs> yeah I'm like ah, I don't know you'd cross you would definitely create more stress in my life yes oh, when you don't have much money it's quite easy to know where the money will go to <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah totally shady totally that's so good so lovely hearing your definition of a successful life I really like what you said about happiness and joy because yeah, I think I think along the same lines. Um, I think happiness is a moment, and joy is a choice. There are always things to be joyful, and there are moments where we choose to be joyful, and other moments where um, it's really hard to make that decision. Mm. But it's for me, it's always a choice. But happiness is not. Happiness is good things happening to you, and we have no control over that because bad things also yeah. happen to us all the time. So you know, yeah. Um, I think for me, a definition of a successful life, um, I I actually don't like the word successful. I think for me, what I'm thinking is a significant life. Um, just because I think the definition of success that we are used to, I, 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 I'm not interested in that, you know, the ambition, yeah. money. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I think it's the same for you because you didn't mention anything to do with money or jobs. Or, or where you are in life. Um, I, I think similar to you, Shadi, I think for me, a definition of a significant life, a life well lived is a life um, where emotional intelligence is accomplished. And I know that's, that's a goal instead of something that, you know, is, is a stage in life that you get. But I think we're always growing 
into becoming yeah. more emotionally mature or immature depending on what, on what we choose um but yeah i think for me a significant life a life well lived is a life where that is accomplished um and i think as well a significant life is a life where you played a part in other people's lives so yeah. my mind that you know it can be done in so many ways um you don't necessarily need to be just your family or just your friends it can be to your community um yeah there's so many things involved in that but for me this is really important and, and it is the thing that i wake up in the morning and i'm thinking how can i play a part in other people's lives not you know not in a creepy way but just in a way that i'm adding stuff to their lives because you know sometimes people want to add to other people's lives but it's like I don't know. They want to feel important. That's not my motivation. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> what? Sorry. What's a creepy way of being, of adding to someone's life in in a significant way? Well, I think a creepy way would be someone just wanting to be in your life because they want to feel important. Oh, okay. They yeah. they want to feel needed. They're just okay. that feeling of feeling needed and. I'm not saying that doesn't happen to me. That it's not a temptation because it is, you know, we all like to feel needed and accepted yeah. and loved and desired. Uh, but that's not my motivation. My motivation is to, to actually contribute to someone's life um, to a point that maybe they don't need me anymore. Uh, and that I can do the same with other people. Um, but, I think yeah that's that's really important to me i think because i can see lots of people doing that in my life uh, and i think that's so precious and i want to do the same for the people so i think yeah not not big expectations not i'm not asking a lot i don't think <laughs> just working yeah. on myself i think similar to you working on myself yeah. and contributing um to people around me um and these are the this for me this is a significant life and it's it's not easy like it sounds like because i think sometimes because it's not related to money or any ambition it sounds like oh yeah i can do that but that's why i love it because everyone has a chance to do that um but our journeys are just very unique and different in doing that in choosing yeah. to have emotional intelligence so developing in that and contributing to other people's lives um but yeah and I like I like the way you you change it from successful life to significant life because it's true there is almost a the word success I feel like this the world or at least the western world is kind of taken that word and almost changed it so and also the whole fact that there are so many books out there so many maybe TED talks or just seminars on how to you know lead a successful life and if you were to look through those books it will be all about you know working this hour so that you can get to this so that you can then um get to be become a millionaire being those one or the three percent of the population that are really rich and it talks about you know these things are not easy but if you do this and that and that you're more likely to get it and I think it's fair Look, everyone has their own goals and this isn't me trying to say that one is better than the other but I would I think for me I I personally that would be my idea of torture would be if I was to go and chase after the success of money 
because then I think it takes away from me truly living a well lived life, but not in not in the money sort of sense. So I really like the fact that, yeah, you change it because the word success has I think if we ask most people that we knew what 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 do you think success means like the actual definition I think loads of people would say oh money you know traveling or well, actually traveling part I'll take that but you know traveling and owning a yacht and all these things it's, that's not the true definition no it's not it's not and I think some people would think of successful relationships that they have with their families with their partner yeah having children or, or, or any, you know, I think there's, there's the money side, but also the relationship side. But I also don't like that because relationships are messy. They, you cannot say their relationship is successful. It, it will never be, they're messy. They can be healthy and unhealthy, that's okay, but they are always messy. So that's my idea of it. Um, but I think for some people success would be, you know, buying a house, yeah. having children, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Which is fair, it's okay. I'm not saying it's bad, but for me, that's not success. That's just a stage of life for some people, for some yeah. other people. It's not even a stage of life. So it's not fair to say that that's success. I think as well to do with money, some people think, you know, working hard and then you become successful and then you get money. But there are lots of people that work hard and they never get rich. So it's not mm -hmm. about working hard. It's about having the right connections, inverted comma, so then you gain more money. And I don't think that's fair. While the other thing, emotional intelligence and adding up to people's lives, I feel like it's quite um, fair. Can you, yes. can you tell them a type one? Like I'm thinking about justice, even in answering <laughs> this like, question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. But I really, I really like the way you look at the word success, even the way you talk about the successful marriage or relationship or whatever it might be, or being a successful mum or however that, whatever that means. Um, yeah, and re removing that word and saying that actually unhealthy, healthy relationships, that's more like it rather than successful. Yeah, I really like that. I think that's probably one of the reasons, not probably, that is one of the reasons why we get along because I think the way we look at the world, I've never really been impressed by people who talk about money a lot. I think sometimes that actually puts me off and, and that has nothing to do with them. It's just me personally. Um, yeah, when people talk about money and they want to start a, start a business so that it becomes like a multimillionaire, I think that's great. And I really hope they get that because I think, why not? There's nothing bad in that. But I think there's something in, to me, to my ears, that sounds a bit shallow about it. It's not to say it is, but that's the way I interpret it. But yeah. Yeah, I think it's because it's, it's one part of life, but it's not everything. So they're focusing one bit of it. Maybe we are focusing on the other bit of the relationships. Um, but if it's like a circle, the way I'm visualizing it is a circle and they're different, like it's a pizza and they're different slices of the pizza. <laughs> Actually, I, I wasn't thinking a circle, I was thinking pizza. So that's why I said it. Um, but for us, there's one slice of it that's more important than the other ones, uh, which doesn't mean that the other ones are not important, but it's just that they're not um, alone. They can't satisfy that feeling yeah. of, um, significance or success, whatever it is. But yeah, this is a good reflection. Guys, let us know what is a successful life for you. 
we we're curious to hear your perspective on this as well so just a reminder season three is over and we'll be taking a short break for two weeks so we will be back for season four on the 18th of may so stay tuned yes we hope you enjoy this time to catch up on all the other episodes if you haven't had a chance to listen to them yet. And we can't wait to be back with more ideas, more topics, and more discussions, conversations. If you have suggestions, please send them to us. We love hearing from you. But until then, bye. Bye. Okay, guys, you have been listening to Plans for Take care and until next time, goodbye. Bye.